to episode 51 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So when this drops, it will be, uh, well, happy Halloween, everyone. This would put it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, this is, even though this is Thursday, it'll be Monday when it drops. That, so right. everybody's uh, <laughs> getting ready to get dressed up. I think sometimes it's called Horroween because of uh, the slutty costumes that everybody that uh, you can now turn any character into a slutty costume. Somehow. God bless them. Yeah, that's that's a good. It's not a bad I don't know, thing. I don't know if that's a. I don't know if it's a great thing. It's not a bad thing, but in certain cases, you shouldn't do it. No, of course. Like not. I don't want to see like a. I don't want to see like a slutty Big Bird or slutty Burton Ernie. Um, <laughs> what else did I see that was really bad? I've seen some really bad ones. Like I've seen like a slutty uh, Dora the Explorer. Oh and no! And like these are some of the cartoons my kids watch. So. Yeah, let's it's not great to not see like there. a slutty version of them. I'm so. cur- I'm curious to know if there's going to be any glens with eyes popping out for Halloween this year. I, I- I'm sure there will be. <laughs> there's some Negans though. Maybe but- there'll be like a maybe there'll be like a slutty glen with an eye popping out. <laughs> <laughs> Only it's not as it's not as eye popping out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh what were your so you grew up in New Jersey. What were your experiences like with Halloween over there? Well, I I remember, I don't know what it is, but I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but I remember being younger and going trick-or-treating and the the neighborhood was just packed. Like everybody was out. Um, Like you couldn't go down the street. Like the streets were crowded. Everybody was out. Everybody was like giving out candy. And then I remember coming back after, you know, I I don't think I went too much trick-or-treating in high school um it was still (laughs) no we still kind of did it like freshman or sophomore year Mm. and then i remember coming back for college and being home for the weekend for halloween and giving out candy and i maybe got like 10 trick-or-treaters at my parents house and it's kind of the same thing out here too i don't see too many trick-or-treating in the area i don't know how it is over there but well it's it's a little different now and we used to definitely go out for mischief night too oh for sure um, yeah, it's, it's a little different up here. Like when I was growing up, I lived in a neighborhood and so we had trick or treaters and all that stuff. And my, our, our family that we'd give away like batteries and flashlights and stuff like that. And people would be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. Don't go, don't go to the Jewish house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're handing out dreidels and fucking flashlights. Like, <laughs> Wait, did you, did you know, did you know who gave out like the big ass candy bars? Like in our neighborhood, we knew who gave out the good candy yeah. and who gave out pennies. Well, we would go to the Richie Rich part of the neighborhood and they would give out full size candy bars. That was the best. Yeah. Full size Snickers bars. That's the ones we would always hit first. Yeah. And then we would like, we'd hit them and then we'd leave and come back like 20 minutes later and do it again. And hopefully we don't get recognized. <laughs> so that's where it all started for you at Comic Cons and shit like that. You'd fucking that's that's how you always got your like two or three exclusives. You'd fucking do the same thing you did when you were a kid, trick or treating. Exactly, exact cut in line. Oh yeah, I know all the tricks at Comic Con for sure. But uh, yeah, like trick or treating for me, like I, I remember the old costumes that I had. Like I had. Well, I mean, I went one year as the as a damn sheet, you know, like ghosts, like Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, and I I remember one year I didn't have a costume at all, and our we always got to dress up Halloween at our school, and during elementary school, and I was I went to a Christian school, and so I was like, I don't, uh, how are they 
like, what am I supposed to like? I wanted to dress as Kiss, one of the guys from Kiss. Wait, you went to a Christian school? What from, from private school from like uh, kindergarten to third grade? I went to like a private school, and it was it was religious school. But you're Jewish. Yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. I mean, so did you like fail all the classes, all the religious classes? Yeah, I failed all the religious classes. <laughs> I failed church. <laughs> Um, no, I just, you know, I just went there the, you know, academically it was a little bit stronger, whatever. They just wanted me to go to a a stronger school. And then I went to a different public school later on, but I remember we got to dress up and I remember, (laughs) so I remember one year I brought in some, like uh, my parents bought me kiss dolls for whatever reason I wanted them. I don't remember because they're, they're all Jewish guys painted with their faces painted, you know, and they sing, you know, that (laughs) You guys know, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Kiss. So kiss, um, yeah, Gene Simmons and all those guys. So I had these kiss dolls and I remember I was like, I want to dress up like this for Halloween. And my parents were like, yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Cause you go to a Christian school. Cause like I, <laughs> I, I brought the dolls to school one day and they, they almost sent me home. They're like, yeah, this is like satanic. You can't have these things. And I was like, oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't know what they meant. A. Yeah. So I was like, well, I want to dress as kiss, you know? And they're like, no, you can't, you can't do that. So my mom's like, well, here, I'll dress you up because you got to go to school dressed up. Otherwise you're going to be left out. So she like made me look like Raggedy Ann. You know, the Reggie Ann doll? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And even at six years old, I was so pissed off and upset. Like, I was like, oh, my God. You were, you were better off just going in as a kiss and getting suspended. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Put a star on my face. I want to be Star Child. I don't want to be freaking yeah. Raggedy Ann. I'm going to get my ass kicked. <laughs> um, it was the most embarrassing thing, like, ever. And then... Like after that, I started getting those costumes where, um, do you remember like if you wanted to be a superhero like Batman or Superman, the, they had a full on like face mask, but it was like held together by rubber bands and staples. And, yep, and, yep. and the I outfits, what those were called. I can't remember either, but the, the outfits were like plastic, like complete yeah, plastic. plastic. And they had this like really bad plastic smell. I could still, like if I close my <laughs> yeah, eyes, I can still oh picture God. the smell. And and it's like my friends would grab my mask and pull it and would snap back and hit me in the face or, or, you know. Yeah, and you could barely see out of it. How many fucking times did I have to restaple it too? Like it kept coming undone. Yeah. And, I mean. And then you're breathing into it and they, cause they had that like tiny little slit for the mouth and the nose. <laughs> exactly. So. So you basically, you felt like, you felt like Christian Bale in his Batman outfit and you always had to like breathe through your mouth. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and you would never, like, as you're walking around the neighborhood, you'd put it up on your head, you know, and then as soon as you got yep. to a door, yeah, exactly. you put it down yeah. really quick. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I was Batman. I think I, I had that one, Batman. My sister, I think, was Rainbow Bright one year. <laughs> um, that was a popular one. Oh, my gosh. That's, uh, that's hilarious. I think I was He-Man. I think I had He-Man as well. No way. He-Man was one. And they came into that. They came in through the, uh, the, the, they all came in a rectangle box. Yes. And you could see the face. Cause, uh, uh, if you remember the monster squad, they, yeah. they, uh, oh they had the Frankenstein mask with, uh, and they showed Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster in the movie and he freaked out. Yes. Oh man. That's God. a good movie too. Monster squad. It's a great movie. I got to show my kids that movie this weekend. I just thought of that because I bought the DVD a few years, a couple of years ago when it came out. Are the, the 30th anniversary Blu-ray is out. Oh, maybe I should, go, I should go pick that up. 
Yeah, that's a great flick. I mean, we had a lot of really good, like, scary-type movies when we were growing up, and that was definitely one of them. Um, well, I like that one because it was – I mean, if you're going to describe the Monster Squad, you basically say it was the Goonies with monsters in it. Oh, totally. And they were they were a little bit different than, than the Goonies because these kids, like, cursed and really defied their parents a lot more than, you know, the, they did in the Goonies. Like – Chunk was the only one that ever said a curse word, which was unbelievable to me because at 13 or 14, I was cursing up a storm. <laughs> and in, and in, and in Monster Squad, they, they would do the same things. They would yeah. mess with each other really bad. In this one, they really only mess with, uh, Chunk and Data. So again, Hollywood reiterating, if you're fat or Asian, you don't count. But, um, um, and if you're fat so and anyway, Asian, so you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fat Asian and gay you're screwed right um, so but I, there were certain aspects of Monster Squad that I liked a lot more than than the Goonies I mean I loved like the, the Goonies movie but there's something about the, the characters in the Monster Squad that s- spoke more to me because they cursed a lot more and really didn't give a shit about school and stuff like that so yeah. it was a little bit different both movies the, the kids were pretty raw you know I, I've we've said it before that a lot of movies that have kids in them like we steer clear from them because they're annoying but like there's times where the kids that they get like are perfect for the material and they seem very genuine and raw like stranger things and goonies and and monster squad of course so what's the one horror movie growing up that really freaked you the fuck out well i don't know if i consider it horror but no no, no. so i got a couple of them um one is definitely a horror movie it was uh nightmare on elm street um, oh, that was mine. F- I remember watching that. Yeah, and that I saw, I think, at home on video, and then I saw the second one in the theater because it came out like around 85. Did you watch it by yourself? No, I watched it I watched it at a friend's house. Like I had friends that were had pretty like laid-back parents that let them watch whatever they wanted, so that I would go <laughs> to their house, and they would show me this stuff, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I can't watch this. Like I, I can't watch Bachelor Party. I'm 12, like, you know. <laughs> um, I'm not joking. So we watched. Uh, was it a sleepover? Yeah, totally. For the Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we watched it late at night, and that scared the living shit out of me. And yeah, that was mine. That was the first. I believe that was the first horror movie that I'd ever seen before, and it was over a friend's house. Mm-hmm. And again, they had pretty lax parents about watching stuff, or either either that, or they didn't really know that we were doing it. But they had HBO. I don't think I had HBO at the time. Maybe I did. I don't know. Oh, man. But I wasn't allowed to watch Nightmare on Elm Street, and I watched it, and it was like the perfect horror movie to scare the shit out of a kid. Oh, big time. Because it was the like, it's your dreams where you have nightmares about stuff, and this movie is about somebody who kills you in your dreams. So you're like, fuck. Can't you don't go want to, sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So there was that one, and then then somewhere around like when Aliens came out, I remember watching that in the theater and being really scared watching that. But I remember that was the movie that kind of kind of helped me get over that hump of like, oh, horror movies are just bullshit. Like I could just sit through them; it's not a big deal. Because like to this day, I could still sit through horror; it doesn't bother me. What 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 bother truly bothers me is like watching something like The Walking Dead, like we just watched last week. That. To me, like anything that's kind of even though zombies aren't real, but the situation, you know, with the the guy bashing the people's heads, that kind of stuff bothers me. It's or any, when someone gets kidnapped or raped or a kid gets hurt, like that kind of shit bothers me. But 
anyone hacking and slashing, I don't give a shit anymore. It's it's just it's all I'm pretty. Uh, I'm a b- pretty big pussy when it comes to horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I have a hard time watching horror movies. So watching you know the previous Watch Walking Dead episode was was pretty bad. Even though that was not horror. Um, I would say that was more I don't know, like thriller or yeah. drama. Basically, that was kind Big of because I mean, yeah, there were zombies there, but like that was that was the least scary part of the whole fucking thing. <laughs> it was the, um, all the was tension. when Rick was surra- yeah, like seriously, with Rick surrounded by like fifty zombies, that was the least scary part of the entire show. Yeah, and that but yeah, I'm a chicken shit when it comes to that uh, to to horror movies, especially when it deals with kids. Like um, another horror movie growing up that fucked me up really bad was pet cemetery oh when the little when the little kid turns oh. into a fucking zombie yes that oh, that was so a. creepy man that is so creepy that and children of the corn i remember watching that too and i that, didn't i didn't watch that don't at that the first one freaked the hell out of me i mean it was so scary um the one movie though that still stands out that really scared me half to death and I won't watch it ever again is the original Exorcist with uh, Linda Blair. Um, that, really? Be, yeah, because that movie, like when you watch it, it's so it feels so real. I don't understand like how they did that, make it like that. Because now when you watch horror movies, everything is like they try to do jump scares and they try to do like like gimmicky shit and it looks glossy and perfect and all that stuff. And it's not the same, but that movie, the exorcist was like really gritty and like fucked up. And, um, it just, oh, I was just I don't like have really that. scary. I remember, I remember getting on a, a, a horror kick. Um, I think it was sometime after watching, uh, the miniseries it on TV. Oh yeah. The clown. And, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, my dad was like, you really want to see a scary movie? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to see something, you know, what's your, what's something that scares you? And he says, The Exorcist. And I'm like, all right. And at that point in time, I'd never heard of it, right? And I had already watched, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, all the Friday the 13th up until that point. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me, those were like the horror movies that I grew up with at that point in time. And he shows me The Exorcist. And I'm like waiting for something to happen throughout the entire movie. And I guess I was too young and naive to actually understand or that's two shits about what's going on. That's very possible because it's very dialogue-y and um, it sets up like this, all this like tension and stuff and it's very like satanic and all that stuff. Yeah, I remember, I remember seeing footage of it too. Um, you know, years later when the internet became popular, um, watching footage online of people just walking out of theater and like screaming and like, you know, like fainting in the theater. And I'm and I'm thinking about my experience watching the movie. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys scared about? Like, this is nothing. Like, I watched a guy that could kill you in your dreams with blades for fingers. Like, that's fucking scary. <laughs> yeah, it was just Maybe because that- I'm not too much of a... Maybe because I'm, like, not too much of a religious person. I really don't believe in that stuff too much. I don't know what it is. Like, I just, I just felt like... Um, not that I believe a guy could kill you in your dreams, but... I don't know. It just didn't seem like it, it didn't. It didn't get to me as much as like a movie like right. Pet Cemetery did. Yeah, that's possible. You know, stuff that got to me was that like you know I don't could really consider Jaws a horror movie, but that freaked me out because I didn't want to go in the water anymore, not even in the bathtub or my swimming pool. Yep. Um, yeah, that got to me too. But I mean, I would have nightmares about like you know getting eaten by sharks or whatever, or being stuck in the water. 
But then the second you wake up, you're like, well, even though I was like living on the Jersey Shore, I'm still really far away from the ocean and I would not go in. Like, I'm pretty safe here, so I'm good. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, sharks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always had the reoccurring dream of like being left alone at home. Um, and instead of home alone and have two bumbling robbers trying to rob me, it was like this big monster thing that would break in the house and chase me all around the house. And I'd have to foil it and stuff like that. I had the same dream over and over and over again. And I know why it's because I watched the $6 million man and they had an episode where (laughs) he went up against Bigfoot and that freaked the shit out of me. You remember that? I think that was the six. I I think that was the episode that the six million dollar man jumped the shark. Yeah, oh, big time! Jumped the bigfoot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was freaking bigfoot, and he and it scared me because that thing was like monstrous. And and then like it was a two parter. And then in the second part, you find out that it's it's just a fucking bionic. It's just a robot. You know, it wasn't even a real thing. They just kind of constructed it out of the same material that I think the bionic man's made out of. And so I but. After that, I kept having these recurring dreams about that thing running around. It was much faster, and like it was running after me all around the house and stuff. It was weird, but really, I had a huge imagination and stuff like that back way back when. But um, do you remember uh, Tales from the Crypt? It's not a movie, but do you remember Tales from oh, the Crypt? Oh my god, I love the Crypt Keeper. Um, yeah. One of the things that one I don't I think I'm in my teen years at this point in time when when Tales from the Crypt comes out. But the episode that fucking got me really bad, was it Silent Night with the Christmas episode? Oh. Where Santa Claus, where the mother murders the husband. Yes. And they find out that, like, the the serial killer is out there dressed as Santa. Yes. And, like, at the end of the episode, the daughter walks the – I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. Fucking the daughter walks Santa Claus in or the serial killer in. And says, Mom, look, I found Santa. Oh, yeah. And he's fucking there. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking freak. Fuck. So fucking freaky. Because <laughs> then all you can think about is like, what's going to happen next? They don't show you. Yeah, you but, but but she just screams and it just ends. The yeah. show ends and it's like, oh, God, so fucking good. So I, I, I did like that. I liked um, Tales from the Dark Side. I liked, um, of course, I grew up watching Twilight Zone when I was a kid, but my mom turned me on to that. And then. Of course, um, Creep Show as well. Oh God, Creep Show! It, it, was it the second one? I think it's the second one I'm mostly familiar with because that's the one where um, it, it starts out with those teenagers swimming out to the to this platform in the right. water. Yeah, and that yeah. It, it looked like yep. a garbage bag trying to eat them. Um, yeah, I remember that. It was like a version of the Blob or something. Yes, and then the one part, the one that really scared me was the the woman was driving down the street. She hit a hitchhiker and, and he kept popping up going, thanks for the ride lady, like through the whole episode. And she kept running over him and like hitting him worse and just trashing him. And she finally makes it home and she's just like, Oh my God, this is like a nightmare. And, and then like he pops up from underneath the, you know, the wheels or whatever. And he's all fucked up and he's like, thanks for the ride lady. Then he kills her. It's like (laughs) really messed up. (laughs) Um, God, what else? Uh, there are so many, so many horror movies, but there's also like a lot of movies that kind of, you know, have Halloween type themes in them. You know, um, well, the, one of the things that freaked me out as a kid 
was the the short cartoon with Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman. Oh, uh uh, what do they call that? They call it Sleepy Hollow, or oh no, that's the Johnny yeah, Depp. Yeah, movie. it was. No, no, it was. Uh, it was Ichabod Crane or something like that. But it was. It was actually attached to a bigger, like it was like an ensemble, oh. or like a bunch of other cartoons, like something with a frog or something like that. Toad. I've seen that. I know what you're talking about. But, that's when. He but it's a, it's a sub story. He actually died. Yeah, it's a sub story. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It freaked me the fuck out as a kid. <laughs> That was scary as shit for me. <clears throat> Thanks, Disney. <laughs> I, I always liked that story. Um, I know I was just saying, you know, I, in, in 1999, they made the Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp. And I think it was a Tim Burton movie, of course. But, yeah, uh, it wasn't it, that good. It was on the other night. I watched it. I, it was interesting as Ray Park played the uh, the Headless Horseman. So yeah. it was pretty cool. But um all the um, I only watched like the first maybe two Halloween movies with my you know Michael Myers uh, character, and um, I think it, I've only seen it once. The original Halloween had I think it was Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Um, yep. And then I watched Hall- uh, Halloween H two O, which was like the twenty year anniversary. Those are the only two I ever watched, and it was essentially the same shit over and over again. Just the just an unstoppable force walking around with the mask on. And a big, big knife. I mean, it's like, it's just like Jason just walked around with a hockey mask and, and a machete. It's like the same shit over right. and over again. And really, only the, like the first one or two were pretty scary. After that, it was like very formulaic. And it's the same thing with Nightmare on Elm Street. Like after a while, it just became comical. You're just like, oh, how is he going to kill this guy in his dreams? You know, it was, you know, kind of like Final Destination. How are they going to die this time or whatever? And it gets kind of – it's not scary anymore. It's just – just they just try to be gross. Um, well, I mean, Halloween Halloween came first. Like, wait, it was – it was it's Hall- Michael Myers was first, mm-hmm. then Jason, and then Freddy Krueger. Well, oh, okay. Or, or so the, in that or order? Big three. Okay. Yeah. Well, not like back-to-back years, but like Halloween came out in like – I think the year I was born, 1978. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Friday the Thirteenth came out in 1980, and I want to say like Nightmare was maybe 84, something like that. And um, I think Johnny Depp was in that. That was like Johnny Depp's uh, movie debut. Uh, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's yeah. So 1984 was Nightmare on Elm Street. So, so they they've got like three or four years apart, and and the only two that really are the kind of the same is Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth. Although Friday the Thirteenth takes it into like this supernatural type of a thing and Halloween. I haven't actually watched enough Halloween movies to, to know what the deal is. I think he's just psycho. He's just completely psycho. And, and I think there've been multiple, yeah, but he's like, he's also a human though. Yeah. Like the Friday, the 13th takes it to the point where it takes it to a different aspect. Why he is the way he is because he's basically dead. You know what I mean? Like he's just reincarnated the kid that was drowned and Halloween. It's not like that. He's just an escaped psycho killer from a penitentiary and it doesn't explain why he does he can't be killed there's like no reason why he can't be killed <laughs> totally <laughs> it doesn't make any sense yeah it makes no goddamn sense why he can't be killed <laughs> yeah i don't know he's on he's on something he's on steroids or some bullshit. <laughs> yeah i don't know but but those are the big three right like 
in our generation, the big three are those are, are the big are ones. Michael Myers. The, the one thing that sticks out of my mind greatly, um, and I, uh, disappointingly, I haven't watched it this year yet, but I used to watch it every year, is uh, the Charlie Brown Halloween special. Like every year, I'd watch <laughs> that on CBS when I was a kid. Even as an adult, it still is awesome. You know that and the Christmas special, Charlie Brown. Those two are like stick out of my brain so much when I was growing up, but I just remember right. him walking around in that sheet with all the holes in it. And he kept getting rocks. Like everyone else was getting candy. He kept getting rocks. And, um, and then my favorite part is Snoopy, you know, is the, he gets shot down by the red Baron, you know, on his way to the party. Just right. so cool. Um, I, I always pictured like growing up after, you know, being an adult, like after watching all the Charlie Brown cartoons and, and realizing how big of assholes like all the kids are to Charlie Brown, <laughs> like I feel like I feel like he would he would be the guy that grows up to be the serial killer or goes back in like he would be the guy in high school that kills all those kids. He's, he's like schizophrenic. <laughs> yeah, like like Lucy especially like she'd be the first fucking one he kills. <laughs> Like she, he would like fucking pull a Negan on her and fucking replace her head with like a football. Who <laughs> was Peppermint Patty a lesbian? Like I swear. Uh, which one was Peppermint Patty? Uh, she had a kind of a raspy voice, and um, I think she had orange hair, and she kept trying. She calls Charlie Chuck all the time. Uh, no, I thought she had the crush on Charlie Brown. I thought, I thought was, it was the other that one was, that was a lesbian. Uh, wasn't Lu- the one with the glasses? Well, Lucy is the one that kept pulling the football away from him, right? Right. She's the dark-haired one who has like the... Marcy is the... I thought Marcy was more of the lesbian. I thought Peppermint Patty had a crush on Charlie Brown. Maybe I got him switched. I don't know. And then there's Pigpen, who is always fucking filthy. And Yeah, like the only person that basically wouldn't be killed in Charlie Brown, like Charlie Brown comes back to high school and kills everyone, <laughs> would probably be Linus and, and Patty, his sister, or Sally. Sally. Linus and Sally would yeah. probably be the only two that would not be killed. Right. Well, I don't know. Like, Linus still, if he still has that blanket and he's sucking his thumb, that, that'd be cause to kill him i guess well probably linus is right in there <laughs> right there next to him probably killing everybody too for making fun of him with a with a blanket right. he's still waiting out in the pumpkin patch for the great pumpkin <laughs> that always yeah. like that always bothered me like i always felt bad for sally or whatever who was with him because she had a crush on him right i think sally did and like she believed in yeah but sally was also the younger sister right oh god maybe you're right i thought she was the younger sister of charlie brown though See now, man. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go back and watch. Uh, Lucy, Lucy, and Linus are brother and sister, and Sally and Charlie are brother and sister. Right, and then there's Peppermint Patty, and then there's Pigpen and uh, Schroeder. I always like Schroeder because he's just badass. He just like he's a musician, and then of course Snoopy was always Snoopy and Woodstock. Schroeder was always such a dick to Lucy. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Because totally. like you, you always got like uh, he, she was always such a bitch to Charlie Brown, <laughs> and the only person that would that could be a dick to her and not have her, you know, turn to violence basically was was Schroeder because she was all over Schroeder and Schroeder just st- didn't even stop playing the piano. Yep, like <laughs> when she was talking to him, he's a total musician. He's like <laughs> just keeps playing and not doesn't listen to her. That's too funny. Um, 
did you ever watch uh they did some CGI movies I remember like Monster was it Monster House? I remember Monster yep. House. Yeah, so that, that was pretty good. Yeah, I I I thought that was pretty decent. Um uh Steve Buscemi was in that. Did he play the old man? Yep. Oh, cool. Okay. I don't know how I didn't catch that. And one of the other things oh, that such one a of the other things that, I, that, that sticks out of my mind also, I mean, I was probably 22 or something like that at the time, but I remember the big deal was the um Nightmare Before Christmas. Um and even I'm not sure I saw that all the way through. Oh man, it's it's a classic. Like we still play it around here and people we sing the songs and all that. But like it I remember it came out. I don't remember if it came out during Christmas time or Halloween time because the movie essentially is about him about him changing Halloween into like trying to do a Christmas theme um type thing because they because he got tired of doing the same old thing every year. Um so he seeks out like he finds this tree that has all the different seasons on it and he goes through the door that's Christmas town and he goes there and he's just like, he's like freaking out. There's that song, you know, what's this, what's this? He's like looking at everything and not sure what's going on. And he like takes all the, you know, he brings all the Christmas decorations into Halloween town and dresses it up and it, it fucks everything up. So like they go back to Halloween, you know, the way they did it before. But uh, it's it's super good. I, I I really really and it took him years to do that too. It was all like stop go animation, and all that. It's pretty awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of like some other movies that I used to watch during Halloween. I mean, there's there's I mean literally thousands of movies, but I can only remember like growing up. I remember uh, Fright Night was another one that was kind of scary. That was mm. about the vampire, I think, that moved in next door. Yep. Um, uh, the Howling was the werewolf one. Oh shit! Yeah, the Howling. That was really scary, actually. And, and also, um, American Werewolf in London, w- which had a little more humor in it. Oh my god! But it's freaky too. Yeah, but it had it to this day. It still has the most realistic transformation scene ever. Yes. Yeah. It's I mean, disgusting. The, I mean, he won an Academy Award for that. Uh, the guy. Uh, really? Stan Winston, I think, did it. Stan Winston, I think, was the. It's either him or one of the other, did. or one of the other guys. There's like two huge guys. Well, he's. I think Stan Winston passed away recently, didn't he? Or in the last few years, I think. But um, yeah, there was a couple, a couple major guys that did all like the the makeup for all the movies and stuff like that. But yeah, that transformation's wicked. I mean, really, really like crazy well done. I saw that in the theater too when I was little. It freaked me the hell out. You did? Yeah. We were there. I think we were. We came early to go to a different movie. This is like back when they would put movies back to back in the same theater. So like we we got to the theater and the other movie hadn't ended yet. So we walked in and sat down and it was that – it was American Werewolf in London and it scared the shit out of me because it was, it was at the end, the very end, when he transforms and he's running around just lopping, killing people and all that. Scared the living crap out of me. And I was like, I want to leave. And they're like, no, we've got the other movies coming up. Don't worry about it. And I can't remember what the other movie was now to this day because I was still freaked out. But uh, that happened to me a couple of times. There was one time, like, we went and saw Indiana Jones and the um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I was like seven when that, eight, or eight when that movie came out. And we got there early. 
So the movie was at the end when the guy's face fucking melted off. And so like I sat there and I'm like watching this thing going like, what's going on? And all of a sudden the dude's face started melting. The other guy's head exploded. And I was like, get me the fuck out of here. And my parents <laughs> were like, take it easy, take it easy. So then I sat through the credits and then the movie started back up again and I watched it. But I remember when I got toward the end, my dad leaned down to me and said, it's just wax. They just heat up wax and that's how his face melts. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, okay. You know, like it was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't Stan Winston. I had to look it up. Oh, who was it? It was Rick Baker. Rick Baker. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So those two guys were, I I can't believe I didn't remember his name. Those two guys were like huge in, in the eighties, seventies and eighties, like creating, they, they were like responsible for so many movies and so many creepy things and whatnot. Um, well, didn't Stan Winston, didn't he do like, Terminator and like RoboCop or maybe he did Terminator. He might've even did Jurassic Park, like the models. Well, basically he did. Well, he did the models. He did the stop animation where the, where the computer animation uh, were created from. Um, But basically if you were in the eighties, it was Stan Winston or Rick Baker and Dennis Muren were doing your special effects. Yes. Yeah. Huge. I mean, pioneers, but um. Man, there's so there's so many. I, I've seen a lot of shitty horror movies too. Like I, my wife is like a huge horror buff, so we're we're constantly watching scary movies on Netflix and Amazon. And I just like subscribe to Stars, so like we have horror movies there now. Um, but she doesn't want want doesn't want to watch Evil Dead though. Like I love Evil Dead so much because it's why perfect me- mixture. Just not into that. Likes to be scared. Doesn't like the the comedy aspect of it. And but that it doesn't get funny until Army of Darkness. The first two are still pretty fucking scary. Yeah, you know, the first one's like, yeah, it's still really scary. I swallow your soul. Yeah, it's still pretty scary. Or like Phantasm. Like I like that. Yeah, it's really scary. At least the first one. Um, which I heard the other day that J.J. Abrams was a huge fan of Phantasm, and I think that's why Phasma has her name like that and she's and she's chrome like that ball that floated around like he was a big right. fan of that movie so i guess that's kind of an homage to it but um no i i really like recently i like the conjuring one and two i like that kind of stuff because it's it not only has the jump scares but it's intellectually like freaky like i like that kind of thing um i also don't like to see the actual monster. I like to see, like, I, I like to have my imagination play around with me, like just hear something and not really see it. Or like, you know, how, that's Sam, why I, how Sam Raimi did that, the camera movement, evil dead. you never saw right. what it was. That's why, that's why I thought the first paranormal activity was so fucking scary. Oh yeah. Because you don't see a lot of stuff and you're waiting. Yeah. For, okay. So here's, here's a, so I have two, polar opposite experiences with paranormal activity okay Okay. so i saw it with someone and you know the same thing with you and me when i'm watching a movie everybody shut the fuck up Mm -hmm. so i rented the movie and we're just sitting there and we're watching the movie and we're watching it and we're watching in the dark for some stupid fucking reason (laughs) and freak the fuck out both of us just freak the fuck out right so tell my dad to watch the movie because he's sometimes he watches like Japanese horror movies and those things are fucking scary. Oh so. yeah, they, yeah. So um, he watches Paranormal Activity and 
he and my stepmom won't shut the hell up during the movie. And they're just talking constantly through the whole fucking thing. And they're like, you know, stopping it, pausing it, going to the bathroom, getting up, getting a drink, like just talking like, what did he just say? Rewind it. Uh, what did he just say? Turn on the clo- turn on the closed caption, right? So like the entire suspense of the movie is completely obliterated. Oh yeah. Big so time. now you're now you're just basically left after all the suspense is taken out of the movie when you're pausing it that many times and talking through the movie that many times. The only thing you're watching now is just some shitty home movie of two people sleeping. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, and keep... of course that's not fucking scary. No. It was kind of a neat idea for the time, like to have, you know, those cameras like all over the house and all that stuff. And like I watched it um, when it came out on video. I didn't go to the theater and watch it. And, but people were saying like it was one of the scariest things they'd ever seen. And I was like, eh, I have to see it to believe that. So I watched it, you know, in the dark, like an idiot too. And yeah, it was just mostly the suspense of like just seeing some of the things that were happening, like the the blankets. Yeah, because they're they're flowing. so subtle. Yeah, it's all they're the so subtle. subtle. Right, and, but again, if you don't build that suspense, you're just left with watching two people sleep. You sick <laughs> bastard! <laughs> <laughs> like the lady kept, she kept like getting up out of bed and then standing over him, and then it would like they would fast forward it, and it would just show her standing there for hours, like rocking back. Yeah, and, forth, and that's but really fucking fast. creepy as shit. Yeah. But not when your parents are rewinding it five times and pausing it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what'd they say? Oh, hold on, I gotta go to the bathroom. They're still I'm in thirsty. bed. Give me something to drink. Get up, you lazy fucks. <laughs> <laughs> what I miss? Yeah, I heard that um, the ending was tacked on at the last minute, like where he gets like thrown back, like he gets pulled out of the room and thrown back, and then. She comes like creepily, really fast, like to, toward the camera, and then the movie ends. Like they added all that shit at the end because they wanted like something at the end to make it super scary or something like that for test audiences and all that bullshit. But um, mm. I don't know. I watched the first one and that was it. I didn't need to watch anymore. And they they tried to up the ante and all all of them after that. And I just I don't. Uh, once you use the gimmick one time it's really hard to make it fresh the next time around. So, I mean, right. that's what they tried with Blair Witch, you know, what, three times now? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Something like that, because they just re-released it, and it did really poor. Well, they didn't use the same gimmick in the second movie. I mean, yeah, they had video cameras in it, but it was a straight horror movie. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't. a lot of people didn't like the second one, but I actually kind of did. I liked it better than the first one. Yeah, I mean, well, because they tried to do a straight-up horror film, and people were expecting that stupid camera bullshit again, and I can't stand that. I just, I think it's way too gimmicky, and it, plus it made a lot of people sick, you know. So did you like the second one better? I did like the second one better. Um, there's not a, there's not a lot of us that did. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot and, of people hated the second say, movie. I mean, it's not a great movie either, but it, it I I dug that more than the first one for sure. And um, I'll probably end up watching the, the reboot once it hits DVD. I didn't pay to go see it or anything. I didn't want to, but I did pay um, to go see uh, the Ouija movie, the origin of evil the other day. And that was pretty, it wasn't bad. Um, 
They're getting smarter. I don't, They're getting smarter. I don't pay to watch movies. horror movies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you like, know, I'm like I said, I'm the exact opposite of you guys. I'm a big pussy when it comes to horror <laughs> movies. So oh, it's my least. I'm not paying ten dollars to not watch. I know it's my least favorite thing, but like she'll come watch superhero movies with me. So it's like the I have the incentive. Like I have to go. With her to watch well, luckily, that. there's way more superhero movies. I think. <laughs> totally, totally. But um, good or bad, yeah. But we got uh, good old Halloween coming. Um, I don't know. I I used to go also like when I was a kid. We would go. There was these places that had like haunted haunted mansions and haunted houses and stuff like that that they would dress up. And we'd go through there, and and some of them were really cheesy, but there was a couple I remember being really super scared and not, and knowing it was fake and knowing it was bullshit, but yet they had a way of like separating people, like getting you alone, and then someone would oh really yeah yeah because they would they would time everything just perfectly, and and then you would get separated, and you'd kind of be by yourself for a little bit, and they would do a jump scare like. It was really well put together the way they did it. And there was like a mad scientist guy with like a chainsaw and running after you, but he didn't like, you could hear the chainsaw and you could feel the air coming off of it, but they took the blade off obviously, but it felt real. Cause they're, you know, cause they're, they're running an actual yeah. chainsaw. They did crazy shit like that. I remember just being really super freaked out about it. And I did a corn maze once and it was like that people were jumping in and out. I didn't like that. I was like, fuck down. I'm not doing yeah, this. Again. I don't, if I don't like watching a horror movie, I'm not going to fucking put myself in one. No. <laughs> For sure, but Did I ever tell you a story? Did I ever tell you a story that uh when driving in the middle of the night once um to this like Christian camp mm-hmm. where it was supposed to be haunted back there? Okay. So like the girlfriend at the time and her friends wanted to go driving to this place in Jersey like the the Cranberry Bogs. <clears throat> and you go deep into the woods and there's like a Christian camp or something or a Catholic camp or some kind of religious camp back there. And this is like 1130 midnight or something, right? <laughs> Idiot. So it's me and three other people. It's me and three other people. I'm the one driving and we go cross over this like tiny bridge, right? And the tiny bridge is spray painted in red that says something to the effect of, I can't remember what, exactly what it says, but um, it's something like Satan is watching you or some shit like that. And like, I'm on the, yeah. And it's pitch black, right? There's nothing around. And I look and I look at the other people and I stop the car and I'm like, fuck this. I'm turning around and I'm like, why? I'm like, are you scared? And I'm like, yes. And you can call me a pussy or whatever, but you three are white and I'm not. So I've seen enough <laughs> horror movies to realize like, I'm not fucking driving any further. So I like I turn around. I turn around. Like I'm not fucking driving any further. <laughs> turn around, go back, went to Wawa, got a sub and lived. <laughs> and 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 20 years later Glenn gets hit by a bat and you're like, "See, bitch." <laughs> yeah. He's exactly. Asian. Like I was not going to fucking be part of some like stupid thing. Like I was driving and being talked into it. Like I don't like the horror. Sometimes horror movies could just end if the person would just take control of the stupidity. You know, 
like they live in a haunted mansion, you know, and there's ghosts and everything. There's people talking to you and, and you're like, oh, I'm just going to yeah. stay here. <laughs> like, no. You need or to like, leave. you know, the, the ongoing joke of the 80s cheesy like slasher movies is like, hey, there's a serial – like if you're a hot, like hot chick, there's a serial killer on the loose. Let me go take a shower by myself right now. <laughs> I can just outside. have to get naked right now. Yeah, I have yeah. to get naked right now. <laughs> so, like, I was just like, fuck this. So, so, um, so you never did get yeah, to I find just, out what was out there then. No, fucking, I saw the thing spray painted in red and I was like, fuck that. I'm turning around. <laughs> You're like the smart, the smart Asian dude. You're like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just want to go back. Well, and the oh, other yeah. three people, yeah, the other three people were white. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not doing this." I, I think I see. Well, you said there were what three other women, or was another dude and two women? It was. It was like uh, it was couples. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But still, like, it doesn't matter. I'm not. It was fucking dumb. I wasn't doing it. Like, yeah, that's it was pitch. It was pitch black, really pitch black, and the road is basically like a dirt road, Here's- and you could barely fit two cars on there. So you could basically drive into the bogs. Your spidey senses were tingling. You're like, fuck this, man. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I turned the fuck around. That's scary. And got the fuck out of there. That's scary. Like, I've been watching, um, you know, my wife's, like, obsessed with, like, American Horror Story. And I've watched, like, two seasons of it. And now I'm watching the newest one with her. It's called Renanoki or something like that. Um which was based on that's like a name of a town that like like disappeared like all the people disappeared and they never were able to like find them and all that stuff so they're like it's like a whole season of this crazy shit happening at this house like people coming out of nowhere and butchering people like when the when the blood moon is out and all that stuff and it's so freaking it's kind of freaky it really is but like now it's like really close to halloween i just watched the episode the other night that really freaked me out and I don't know why I keep watching this stuff, but I, I I stopped watching after the first season, and I, they really lost me in the episode where they tried to do the Black Dahlia, and I was like, "Fuck this show! This is stupid." Oh, was that in this the Asylum one or the that was, very, that was that was the very first season? Oh, the first season, the the monster, the the yeah, the house, the house. That was pretty scary. Yeah, it was the very yeah, first that's, season. That's, that's, it was scary in the beginning, yeah. and then like things started getting like really kind of weird, and like not weird in a scary way, just weird in a stupid way. And then when they tried to bring in like something that happened in real life, like and put it into that house, I was like, "All right, this show yeah. just jumped the shark for me. I'm, yeah, I'm done." It jumped the shark in the first season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I I finished out the season, but then I never watched the second one. I they had lost me because it got for me it got dumber after that. So yeah, like Asyl- I just stopped Asylum watching is really dreary, and then there's Covenant, and then like I think I watched Carnival with her. That was really freaky, and I watched I watched a little bit of Hotel. That was last year. Yeah, the the series is like it's really it it's they do a really good job in the beginning setting it up. But, but you're right, they usually. They fall the last three or four episodes. Like it doesn't need to be thirteen episodes. They could do it like in half, and it's a lot stronger. But uh, I don't know. It's the only thing like it on TV, and they use like the same actors over and over again playing different parts. Right. So that's kind of the fun of it is to see what what they're going to be playing this time. And sometimes they're under prosthetics, and other times you could tell who they are. And 
So this season's yeah. way it's really different because they added like Cuba Gooden Jr. and a bunch of other people that had never been on it before, and now they're kind of like blending reality with with like the the reenactment reality TV thing. It's really it's kind of complicated now at this point, but it's it's a little nutty. But uh, so when I went and saw that that Ouija movie the other day, they you know of course like they're going to show all these like horror movie previews that's going to come out and it just really surprises me still to this day like how many horror movies they're pumping out every year and then it occurred to me because they're cheap exactly like someone was just like dude you remember that's the cheapest form of like film that you can do and i'm like oh yeah you're right it is because i think comedy is much harder to produce but horror is is way easier and cheaper and you know, you can do all these different things to kind of have this effect on people versus comedy. You just got to be really smart and really funny, you know, but even that sometimes doesn't work. So, yeah, but even like, like there, there, there's never been, there's never been a comedy like the Blair Witch where they spent $2,000 and it made like $150 million in the box office. Like you can't film a comedy for two grand, (laughs) you know, but with some camera, with some camera tricks, you can film a really good horror movie. Yeah. Like you can't film a really good comedy or a really good romantic drama for two grand. Yeah, they said the way they did Blair Witch is that they bought, basically bought camping gear and video cameras and then they hired like some actors for like a hundred bucks a day, I can't remember, and said, you know, here's a map. You need to go to these places and start recording in these areas. And this is the, and it was kind of unscripted, but they had like bullet points of what they needed to do or what was going to be happening. And that's what they right. did, and it. I think it cost. I don't know what thirty, forty thousand, something like that. And well, then, it hit like it. It also hit at the right time where there was no such thing as viral marketing. Right, like they, you know, we 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 praised we praised Deadpool, you know, this this yeah. past summer for for their viral marketing. But anybody who does a really great job of viral marketing owes everything, basically, I believe, to the Blair Witch because people thought that shit was real. I thought it was real. I was hook, line, sinker because, like, for an entire, like, six months, I was reading about it, reading about a Blair Witch because they came up with the Blair Witch background and they came up with, like, we found the footage. Well, but, yeah, there was – back then there was no – there was no – there was nobody researching this shit, right? There's nobody no. – like, because nowadays if something comes out, Two days later, you can see, you can find out when the when the server was you know you know when the when the web page was created and shit like that. You know what I mean? Back then, right. people didn't know how to do that shit. Yeah, and it looked so it, people thought those web pages existed forever. It was weird because the website really didn't look all professional. It looked like some dude just put it together, but like it was like we found this footage and and these kids died and they and they have this whole background background story and they showed them, <laughs> like documentary style and what screwed, yeah, but back then everybody's website looked like that. Well, but. <laughs> But what screwed it up for me, because I was hook, line, and sinker. I'm not even joking. I was so into it, and I could not wait for that movie to come out because I wanted to see the documentary of these kids being killed, like witches, all the shit, right? And then they showed Sundance. They showed the actors there promoting the movie, and I was like, wait a fucking minute. Aren't they supposed to be dead? And I was like, fuck this movie, (laughs) and I didn't watch it. You know, a lot of people that I knew went and watched it because they still thought it was real. But because I I was on the internet all the time reading about shit, I was like, dude, it's not real. And they're like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, no, I saw the fucking actors at Sundance. They're right there. You know, how could you like? They should have hid them until the movie premiered and then brought them out afterward. That would have been like totally crazy. 
you know, it would have been really smart, but they didn't, they still made over a hundred and something million dollars. It was like probably the most profitable movie like ever, you know, or one of them. Yeah. Um, right. Just pretty insane for an idea like that. And now that idea is taken. I mean, you see it a million times in a million different ways, but, um, yeah, man, there's so many, just, they keep pumping them out. There's so many movies and they, they tried to parody them with the scary movie franchise, which I only saw the first one and thought it was pretty funny. The second one's actually, the second one's actually better. You should watch the second Is one. Is it? Okay. I'll watch yeah, it. Yeah. The second one's really I, funny. I like, I like Anna Ferris a lot. I think that like kickstarted her career and she did, done a lot of funny things. Well, David, it? David Cross is in the second one. I love David Cross. He's in the second one. He's fucking awesome. So is uh, Chris Elliott. Oh, Chris Elliott's in it. He's it's so funny. Like he's a dramatic actor, and he always plays these like really silly roles, like freak show. <laughs> <clears throat> no, 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 no. Not oh not no, you're fucking. Maloney. I'm sorry, not Christopher Maloney. Uh, Chris Elliott, the guy. Chris that, Elliott. Yeah, he's like kind of bald, and he's got cabin like, boy. Blood. Yeah, cabin boy, and also he was in Groundhog Day. Well, they're both funny anyway. Yeah. In their own rights, but uh, well, w- there's hopefully we have plenty of Halloween episodes uh, left in us. This is our first <laughs> one because it's our first season, so plenty, plenty more to talk about. Hopefully next year and the year after that and the year after that. Oh, for sure, there'll be some. Um, we'll have a little bit more, I think. Hopefully, time ahead to think about those things because, like, I literally just thought about that today it, well it might be <laughs> it might be years it might be years again until we actually release an episode that actually happens to be on halloween oh yeah you're right it's probably gonna take another probably what well three years i guess two or three years something like that yeah but uh, well, hopefully hopefully we're still recording then <laughs> yeah if we're not driving over red bridges in the middle of nowhere as long as we're fuck that <laughs> It makes me curious. I actually want to go there and check that out now, like in the middle of the day. Why do fucking people go to places in the middle of the night? I never understood that. It's like I'll go, I'll go check it out during the day to see what it is. But I guess I don't yeah. know. It's just something about nighttime that makes it even freakier. But anyway, all right. Well, that's episode fifty-one of Chew on This and Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next time, folks. Happy Halloween. Chew on that. Later.